0: Uh, before the folks start to pull up and file in, we there's there, there's a lot going on in the world right now, and 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 we know that there's very intense stuff. But we we're gonna try to take your mind off it with a little bit of sports talk, and um, you know we like like we said last week, we appreciate uh, the folks who are subscribed and whatnot. We appreciate it. We never thought we'd see the day where we get a sub, and here we are with a sub. <laughs> but uh, how was your all weekends, man? What, what was going on there? Uh, weekend was cool, man.
1: Saturday uh, went out with the fellas. It was it was a night that's a that's a story that's not gonna be told on on stream. Uh, and then su- Sunday was cool. I uh, just got a whole lot of work that I've been you know freelance stuff and trying to set stuff up, but I was able to knock a lot of that stuff uh, out of the way. So it was a pretty productive weekend.
2: Are
0: well, you going well, uh, now I need the story now? Yeah, i are you gonna say Chelsea. it on Are you gonna all say right. it
2: on Zip Nation? Nope. Oh, it was one of them that's stuff. That's Hell, it. All right. <laughs> all right. All right.
0: <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is I need the story now. Yeah, you know I mean we so as soon as we hit raps, we got to get into this story. All right, we, uh, bad, bad, bad. And, and the words of my grandma: I need to learn me something. Now I need to learn me something. I need to. I need to know something. Chris, how was your weekend? I'm sure it was filled with wholesomeness, and uh, you know, just uh, learning yes. how to cut your own hair and all that good stuff. Yes,
2: sir. I went to go visit my mom for her birthday down in Florida. My parents live in South Florida nowadays. Um, it was nice, it was nice. We did a lot of activities as a family. I hadn't seen my parents in eight months. So I know that ain't a lot for y'all, but I I haven't seen my parents in eight months. That's the longest I ever been without seeing my parents. So what you, what you mean that ain't a lot for us, huh? I said that's... that to guy off-street. He was like, I ain't seen my mom in like four years. You act like that's a long time. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, uh,
0: there, there's a very interesting side of baby bar about that. He said, uh, I got lots of problems with my mama. Ain't shit cool. Ain't nothing cool about it. And I was just like, oh, God, why you tell us this? Go <laughs> see a therapist, bro. Like, this is, I don't, I'm sorry, Sada. I can't do nothing about that. Me too. Anyway, uh, my weekend was pretty good, man. Just fixing stuff around the house as as, as always. You know, just some always need to get fixed. Something I always got to get uh, put together and all that. I'm moving. I'm 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 closer to inking my inking my deal and getting everything that I need to get. So y'all send some timber up for your boy. Uh, all prayer warriors to the TL, you know what I mean? R- report immediately. But anywho, <laughs> we got to get into this show, man, because this is this preseason palooza. All we got right now is summer ball preseason. I mean, ain't nothing too crazy happening in baseball at the moment, so all we got is preseason. But I mean, hey, it's it's we gonna have some some folks overreacting, some folks who are like, man, it's preseason. So we'll see. Uh, with that in mind. Are y'all ready for the show? Ready to go. I I hope that all the folks that are in the Facts Over Acts fam are ready for the show because we about to get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Acts crew. We got the master of the mixing master, Josh Guyton, in the building. That is I. And we got the money man the middle of the Chris Allen, in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That is me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, the preseason for football has started. And as we all know, Football is king in America. It don't matter how much you like X, for X, Y, and Z. Don't matter how big it is. Naturally, football is the money winner. That is the breadwinner in America. So with that being said, this preseason has got a lot of people excited. This will be the first year with three preseason games instead of uh, four. And with that being said, we're going to see a lot more time out of a lot more guys who traditionally would not be playing uh, potentially than we would otherwise. So, On their preseason debuts, we've got the top five rookies here, and we've got all of their stat lines. Uh, We have number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, 6 of 9, 71 yards. He was sacked twice, 90.5 passer rating. Zach Wilson, second over—I'm sorry, Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars. Zach Wilson, second overall pick of the Jets, 6 of 9, 63 yards, 86.8 passer rating. Trey Lance— who went number 3 overall to the 49ers, 5 of 14, 128 yards, a touchdown, he was sacked 4 times, 93.7 passer rating. Justin Fields, who went 11th overall to the Bears, uh 14 of 20, 142, one touchdown, a hun- one passing touchdown, 106.7 passer rating, 5 rushes for 33 yards in the TV. And then we've got good old McCullough Jones out of Alabama heading on to the Patriots. Uh, 13 of 19, 87 yards, was sacked once, and 78.2 passer rating. So, with the numbers I just told you, with what you already believe about these quarterbacks, with what you've seen out of these quarterbacks, is there anything surprising? Is there anything that you need to double down on? Or is there anything that you you just were like, hmm, that's a little interesting? I'm going to start with you, Josh. Okay, so uh, so two things. Uh, the first thing,
1: I, I think we got what we expected so far out of Trevor Lawrence, Zach Williams, and Trey, uh, sorry, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. Uh, I don't think any of those performances were surprising to me. Um, two things that stood out to me, though. Uh, Justin Fields, I thought, is an extremely talented quarterback, a mobile quarterback that was going to take, I was going to say, maybe a year or two to come into his own in the NFL, and I thought that the, the other pieces that the Bears had was going to be able to hold them over. Um, But now looking at him on the NFL level, of course, it's the preseason. So he wasn't playing against, you know, first string guys the entire game. But um from what I saw, he was a lot more poised in a pocket and was a lot better passer on this level than I expected. And I'm going to go ahead just based off. I don't want to be one of those people in sports that just like, hey, I saw one game and I'm about to just like determine the entire season. But even with Aaron Rodgers coming back. I'm not going to be surprised if I see the uh, if I see the Bears win NFC North this season.
0: Mm. Okay,
1: okay. What's the second thing that you saw? That uh, the other thing that stood out was Mac Jones. When I saw the Patriots drafted Mac Jones, I thought that they were just looking for a replacement for Brady that wasn't going to live up to it. But I'm not saying that Mac Jones is, is going to live up to it. But I think he's in a perfect system to where. Um, the the learning that he can get from that learning tree and the fact that Bill uh, Belichick Bill is still in charge, I think Mac Jones is going to be a much more productive quarterback than I initially anticipated with him coming into the league.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm. I don't believe in Mac Jones at all. I don't. I I still don't believe. He he, he looked a lot better than I thought. I I still don't believe in in not nary a, a thing that he can do. Chris, what are you thinking? <laughs>
2: uh, what are you, um, any takeaways from these early debuts of these uh, rookie quarterbacks? So we all agree that more than likely all of these quarterbacks, kids, name these five quarterbacks, they are probably gonna start. Like it's almost a guarantee they gonna start, right? I well, game one, I feel like we'll be looking
0: at maybe maybe two starting. I think that we'll see. I think we'll see uh, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. I, I don't think we're gonna see. I don't know why, but the Bears are a very unserious organization. They are they're, they they <laughs> yeah. are committed to starting Andy Dalton for some reason, and I'm you know that I, I think put that booger sugar down.
2: <laughs> I, I I think I honestly think the best quarterback in this is is going to be well the best quarterback starting out. Is going to be Trevor Lawrence because he's going to have a ball in his hands right away and giving the keys to the offense. So I will say that's a plus for him. So I think he would come out the gate swinging. But he ain't got nobody to throw the ball to over there in in, in New York. So, I mean, not New York, but Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. He ain't got nobody to throw the ball over there, too. That gives me to my next quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson. He had the least amount of athleticism and talent to me out of these three. It's, it was a toss up between him and Matt and uh, Trey Lance. Like they all was kind of around the same, same talent level to me. They all was around the same talent level to me. I thought Justin Fields should have went two behind Trevor Lawrence, just because Trevor Lawrence just had the swagger, like he was ready for an NFL quarterback. And hey, you shake your head, Giz. I know you disagree with everything. I, I'm saying, oh no,
0: right no, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. I've always thought that Justin Fields was two. I always thought that it should have yeah. been. Uh, so Lawrence Fields right there.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't know, bro. W- Wilson, I'm not going to say he going to flop yet. He looked good. He looked comfortable. And I believe the first step to a quarterback taking over the keys to the, to the offense is being comfortable. Like if you look back in past, nobody took the keys over before they was comfortable unless an injury occurred. When injuries occur, you got to be uncomfortable, but I think Lawrence and Fields are gonna be the first two to take the keys over. But right now, I think coming out the gate, it's gonna be Zach Wilson and Lawrence, like you said, Gibbs. I think I think it's gonna be them two. I let me just say this. I I said this
0: originally and people didn't believe me, and they said, Oh, well, you you gotta take the quarterback. You gotta take the quarterback. The Jaguars drafted a Maserati with a bunch of Beatles blocking for him. They they got a bunch of Volkswagen <laughs> Beatles. They got Herbie fully loaded blocking for a Maserati. Trevor Lawrence, regardless of what you think he is or is not, that offensive line looked horrible. Yeah. I mean good grief. They were the the thing about the preseason is there's there is you're if you're gonna be a starter and you're the starter in preseason, you'll see maybe a drive or two of action against the, the best defense on the field. His starting offensive line could not keep up with the defense's twos. <laughs> like that, that is a I'm if I'm the Jaguars, if and I know that this is gonna sound crazy to some people. Some people are gonna think that I'm delusional in saying this. They need to red shirt Trevor Lawrence. Let me tell you why you redshirt Trevor Lawrence. Because the same thing that happened to Joe Burrow last year, that, by the way, is probably going to happen again this year because they drafted a receiver for some inexplicable reason, that he got his knee tore up. Your body can only take so many repairs of that nature to have you out for the year before you're not the same guy you were anymore. Your body can only take so much of that. I'm telling you, the Jaguars, they should have said, hey, listen, somebody give us a haul and we'll give you the keys to the Trevor Lawrence, uh, the, the keys to the Trevor Lawrence uh lottery. Because they and here's the thing, I actually think his receivers are decent. I think D.D. Westbrook, Chark, all those guys, they're they're not bad. But guess what? In order to get the ball to them, you have to be standing upright. <laughs> That's, that's going to be a, a tough part for them. And the next thing um, is Justin Fields. Everybody said you were the smartest quarterback in this draft. Hold your horses talking about the defenses look too slow to you. Let me tell you something, Justin. You played against a bunch of guys you were the second quarterback in in the preseason. You played against a bunch of guys that are either going to be on a practice squad or they're going to be in the XFL this time next year. Okay? Of course it was slow because you played against – the the guys who are they're gonna get cut pretty soon here. They're gonna get that knock. <laughs> hey, coach, need you to bring their playbook on hard knocks. If 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 that if the squad was playing was on hard knocks, that's the, hey, coach, hey, go, man. go ahead hey, and big clock man. out for me, Big Phil. Hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, 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 hey <laughs> big man, big man. Go ahead and just bring your bring your five and all that. So, I mean, it, it, you gonna get that? Hey, big man, bring your five and all that. If you one of those players, so Justin Fields, hold your horses, because you you finna get a freeze and takes exposed. They they waiting on you, okay? they already waiting on you to fail for reasons that are beyond me, Justin. So, you know, don't give them extra mm, yeah. relax, maybe. Relax, relax, relax. But, yeah, all in all, I didn't really see anything out of any of these quarterbacks that was super surprising or anything like that. Um, I knew that uh, Zach Wilson had a huge arm, uh, but, you know, a little bit of a howitzer. I knew that Trey Lance was going to be a guy who was going to be a little athletic. He was going to be able to hit some deep balls, which he did. Um, and I knew that Mac Jones, I mean, it's Mac Jones. Like, you're, you're looking at a guy who, at the end of the day, over half of his yards. Peep, peep, never, gives, I mean,
2: face, peep gives face on that. It's Mac Jones. Right? It's I mean,
0: Mac it's the Jones. truth. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. I Again, I don't tell nobody no lie. If Mac Jones proves me wrong, hey, information has changed just like people say, science lied to me because they they now believe things X, Y, and Z. No, science learned and they got smarter. I like to fashion myself a lot in the same way. If Mac Jones proves me wrong, if he goes out there and dominates, I'll eat crow. I'll say I was wrong. I'm okay with that, but I just don't see that happening. And so now we're going to move over from the football rookies to the basketball rookies over there in the summer league. Now, now, fellas, Yes, I know summer league ball is hard to watch, Josh. I know. I know. I know. Trust me. I'm a Pistons fan that watched Killian Hayes uh, start and end the bo- the possession with the ball while Cage stood in the corner. I know. All right? But we got to talk about it anyway. So I'm, I'm going to ask you all for three things, all right? I'm going to ask you for one player who stood out positively, uh, one player who stood out in a surprise that you weren't expecting. And another player who just, he, he stunk it up. He stunk it up. Stink, stank, stunk. Get him out of here. Chris, I'm going to let you start this one off, man. All
2: right, all right, all right. My standoff, my, the, like the player that just, man, he just, he caught me off guard. Jonathan Kaminga. Man, Kaminga, I think he might be the best player in his draft long term. Like, he going to be one of the players, like, he give you twenty a game, and it looked easy. It looked very easy, like Kaminka just he got he got he got the three ball, he got the handle, he got the wheel to get to the bucket, he got the right body type. I mean, stop me when I'm wrong. Like Kaminka just he he that deal, and I really did not expect that out of him. Like he just stood out to be like, to be honest, like it's his is him and Wiggins. They're gonna they gonna he gonna work hard for some minutes over Wiggins, like. They might start, both of them, when they run small ball and have Draymond at the five. Like, Kaminga was kind of nice. I don't think that was a bad pick for the Warriors, even though I still think since Curry 32, Clay coming off of two injuries, Draymond 30-31, I still think you might be able to go pick up another all-star and and be a contender for the next two, three years because, yes, they'll be in the playoff contention in the conference finals contention, but I still don't think they, they got enough to win a title. Or like as currently constructed with all these with the Lakers the Nets the, the Bucks I just don't think they have enough now my unexpected player Trey Murphy man 17th pick Trey Murphy was out there hoping anybody that's seen Trey Murphy I did not expect him to be as good as he was to be honest he was my unexpected I actually expected him to be like around I, I expected him to do what Jello's doing and he's doing way more than that not saying that Jello had a bad thing but Jello Jello been hoping but Um, it's, 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 one of those things where he came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? He, he just came up and usually the 17th pick is somebody that take a long time to develop, but I think he NBA ready. And then my last player that Francis, Frank, Frank's, I don't know how to say his name, but Wagner, uh, he was the man at Michigan, he was drafted real high, and I told people, I don't like that pick that high. That Michigan team played as a team together. They didn't have no one player that just took over the game. Right. He was solid at Michigan, but I think he was, like, he he, he did not live up to the, the hype at all to me. So, those are my three guys. You got Kaminga, uh, Trey Murphy, and Walt Wagner. Okay.
0: All right. Josh, who are your guys, man? Who are your three? I'm sorry. Yeah, I
2: Go, go, ahead, ahead. Go, ahead. go
1: ahead. I actually watched like a unhealthy amount of summer league just because I love basketball and, uh, you know, it's not a lot of sports going on right now. So but my standouts, I did a little bit of digging my standouts, the person that that is a good standout that I think is going to make an impact during the season is Cam Thomas with Brooklyn. And the mm-hmm. reason why is Brooklyn is very thin when it comes to their bench. And uh, if you look at the way Cam Thomas was playing, he was shooting at a very high clip and he was shooting around 42%, but he does have the ability to score the ball. So I think he's going to be, if you look at all of those, you know, those championship teams, those teams that's really, you know, stacked heavy at the top, as far as talent goes, whether it be, you know, like a uh, Boston and 08, whether it be uh, the Miami team, it's always that one player that comes off the bench or that one player you don't expect that becomes part of that glue for Boston. That was Rondo for uh, Miami. Sometimes it was Mario Ch- I think Cam Thomas can be that for Brooklyn because, one, he can score the ball. So, if all three guys are out at any time, he can ISO. And if he happened to be on the floor with them, he has the shooting ability to where you're going to have to double one of those guys, and he's going to knock down open shots. So, that's my good standout. Um, unexpected standout is Jalen Smith for Phoenix. I'm not even positive that he's going to make the team. When you average 16 and 12 in the summer league, um, it's kind of hard to, to not make the
2: team. Honestly... I think he will though, got him because you remember they was lacking at the big in the yeah finals. that's that's exactly so, yeah, what I'm that's saying that's a good that's a good pick that's a good yeah pick. so so if, if you look
1: at what Phoenix's problem in the finals was when it came to their their interior presence uh all one they couldn't stop anything in the paint when it came to the finals right. And then on offense, they couldn't keep Giannis out of the paint on defense because you couldn't really do like a four and one or you couldn't do a five out because the Phoenix shooters wasn't knocking down shots like that in the finals. So um, I'm very surprised by Jalen Smith because his role in college was he was more of a he was more of a defender. Like he was there. He was their anchor down low and he averaged like almost three blocks in college. Yeah. Where did he Came- go? I forgot where he went. Um, Oh, man, it was just on the top of my head. Hold on one second. Where did he go? Where did he go? Jalen Smith, uh, University of Maryland. Yeah, 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 I was about to yeah. say, he played on the East Coast for sure. Yeah, yeah, so so he was like their defensive anchor down there, but when it came to the Summer League one, he's going to be able to space the floor for them some eight and hasn't been successfully doing because he's been stepping out on some pick and pops and he's been knocking down some three-pointers, which is good for them, but another thing that is really good is uh his his defensive numbers are down when it comes to protecting the rim, but he's been playing pass lanes really well and his lateral quickness looks really good. When it comes to, you know, defending somebody like Giannis, that lateral movement is everything, and that's the way that that the uh, Milwaukee was able to take advantage of a uh, Phoenix in the finals. So if you got somebody like that that's able to maybe play defense with Ayton, or even if you got to stop some interior presence off the bench. I think Jalen Smith could be a really big impact for Phoenix during the season. Okay,
0: and who who just stunk up the joint? Who, uh,
1: who I got? Want to see get off the court immediately? I, I know it's crazy because he didn't play because he got injured, but I'm still going to say Josh Giddy. because the one that was an unexpected pick. I don't know why a Thunder draft them that high to begin with. Right,
2: I, I don't they know. had why so either. many picks. They was like, we could just throw darts at the wall. <laughs> we could throw some. we ain't right.
1: right. gonna miss it. So, um, I don't really understand why they drafted him that high to begin with, Carlo. Thank you for the sub. Um, but my issue with him is he got injured the the first. He got injured the first quarter, of the first game of the summer league, right? And they mm-hmm. said it was just. They said it was just a mild ankle sprain. When you're somebody that's 20 years of age and you're trying to see how their talent develops, you're not going to miss the entire. You're not going to miss the entire summer league just based off of an ankle sprain. Well, you're 20 years. We were all 20 at one point in time. If you sprain your ankle, you throw some ice on and you elevate it for a day, and you're good to go. Even if they're trying to hold on to him and keep him, you know, preserve him for the season, I don't think that's a good idea of things to come. Just because if you got a guy that's that size and he's having lower. Uh, injuries already that's having to miss multiple summer league games I don't know if that's a, a sign of things to come or when there's so many other talented players that you could have gotten um, at that position in the draft I think it's going to come back to bite Oklahoma City
0: okay all right all right well I'm gonna I'm tell you this I'm gonna start off with my uh my good standout that I I saw coming I told everybody that Luka Garza was gonna be Better than they thought. I told
2: everybody. And you know what's crazy? He's a better Gibbs, rim defender than people give him credit for. You him. know what's crazy, Gibbs? The Pistons signed him to a, a two way deal. Like they didn't just give him a roster spot. I don't know why. What is it about John
0: Henson that you're that in love with? Wait, is John Henson <laughs> still on the roster? Is John I, Henson still? Oh. Um, and, and, and you know the sad part? Josh, you're a Pistons fan, right? Um, that's my East Coast thing, yeah. Who's their starting center? It's, it's not... Yeah, plumbly plumbly. Would it be Okafor? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. I rest my case. Okafor Y'all is only mean, center on the, on the roster, isn't he? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. Y'all, this is... Y'all don't understand how much this man, Josh, loves basketball. If he (laughs) cannot name, if you are one of his teams and he cannot name a starter at any position, you need to be getting all the help you can get at that position. And Frank, at the end of the day, Luca Garza did everything that he was supposed to do well, plus some. The things that people said were his deficiencies are some of the things that he did the best in the summer league. And I told people he probably shouldn't have came back after that third year because he was going to be all right if he came out. He went back one player of the year again, still went late second round. Okay, look at that. <laughs> this the, the man is no joke. Uh, he's I think that he's going to be a quality player for years to come for the Pistons because to me, the the only thing that would scare me more than anything is a player that is super explosive and has a lot of injury problems. Luca does not have injury problems, and he plays a very low-to-the-ground game. You know what that means? He'll be able
2: to do that for forever. Like, even if he's not the starter. Even if he's you not know, the starter, he'll be able to do it for forever. I forgot about Beef Stew, though. Beef Um But he's not a center, though. I mean, but he, he played a five center. a lot. He played a five a lot. Five a lot.
0: Listen. At the end of the day, if Josh can't name his center, you don't need to be doing no two way. <laughs> hey, big dog, you look good. Come with us. Come with us. Come here. Come here. Come here. Let me talk to you real quick. Let me talk to you. That should be all that was. Anywho, the the unexpected standout. I'm gonna cast some flag for this because they got mad at me and saying this in pre production. Jello ball. I did not see this coming out of Jello. I didn't see it coming. I he and and it's more than just the highlights. It's more than just seeing him pull up with the, the super deep threes and transition and all that, he looks confident. He looks sure of himself. And not only that, I mean, defensively, he hasn't been a turnstile, which to me, I mean, if you got a guy who can, at the end of the day, if you got a guy who can shoot the three ball and play good defense, you'll be around in the league for forever. You you will be able to do it until you don't want to do it no more. That's just the reality. Kyle Corver just retired. I'm going to leave that sentence right where it is. He just retired. Like, if you can play a little bit, of, if you can shoot a three ball, play a little bit of defense, you'll be perfectly fine. He showed that he can do both in this preseason, and that's that's what matters. The player who I'm most disappointed in, oh, it's so good to get to slander Tar Heels. As an NC State grad, <laughs> slandering Tar Heels is what I live for, and Cole Anthony, bring that tail here, young man. You went five for 25 in Summerlee In Summerlee Let me read y'all the headline in the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, Cole Anthony struggles again as Magic lose another in summer league. <laughs> You know how bad you got to be for the, the paper has to try to spit it positively for you. And they're like, yeah, we got nothing. You're, you're, the reason, <laughs> you're the reason that we're losing, bro. Like, that's, that's what's going on there. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, Cole, you're a second-year guy. First-year guy's not looking great in summer league. That's all right. It happens sometimes. Whatever, whatever. Cole, you, you second-year, dog. You finna be bowl bowl out there at th- year three, four, and five still going to summer league looking crazy. Get it together. Get it together. So, let me ask y'all this. Who are the guys that you expect to make a big impact immediately, based off what you saw? Um, I, I think
1: uh, the the signs are there. I think Kate, of course. I think Jalen Green, even though uh, we we aren't discussing that young man at the moment. Um, but <laughs> like, I mean, y'all know I've had an affinity for Golden State the past few seasons just because I like the way they play ball. But like I said once again, I think they they got away with steals in the draft, man. I think uh. They're going to be a big part of the offense and defense, and I think Kuminga and Moses Moody are going to make a big impact for Golden State uh, going into the season. I, I think they're going to fill the spots that they expected to be filled last year when they went ahead and picked up those players like Ubre and Baysmore. I think Moody and Kuminga are going to fill those spots and those roles a lot better than those vets was able to do.
0: Okay. All
2: right. All right. Chris, who do you think right right off the back, right away? Man, I hate to do this to y'all, but chat if you're listening, man. Everybody put hashtag Gibbs was right. Gibbs was right.
0: <laughs>
2: that boy Jalen Suggs probably gonna be the best player on Orlando already. Probably gonna yeah. be the best player on Orlando already. Depend. I gotta see how um, what's his name, Jonathan Isaac, come back and look because that's his competition right now for best player on Orlando. Stance Ross, he old now. But I, I I don't know, man. I'm really conflicted. Um, Jalen Green, K. Conner, obviously the easy answers. That's why I didn't pick them as my good stat. They both going to be good players. And I don't know why y'all hate no my boy Jalen. He just, he was mad. He ain't getting no more pick. So he was like, <laughs> skip the Pistons. I'm about to kill them every time. But uh, at the end of the day, though, Jalen Suggs, NBA ready. Davion Mitchell, another one. NBA ready. Like, he going to do some damage. Uh, I was a little bummed out about Evan Mobley. Like, I thought he would be the keys to the castle in Cleveland. Like, they kept Sexton. They kept Garland. They kept Isaac Okoro, who played well. And then they signed Jerry Allen to a reasonable deal. Evan Mobley, that's a solid young starting five. That's a very solid young starting Like, in five years, your starting five will be maybe two all-stars out of that starting five. But Mobley, he didn't look all he didn't look all that impressive to me. So it was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. But hashtag gives is right in the chat if you're listening, man. Hashtag <laughs> gives
1: is
2: right. Hey, listen, I I was a hundred percent,
0: I was a hundred percent there with you on the Moses Moody pick. I, I agree that not only did he play well defensively, he was he was out there getting buckets. He was, yeah. there,
2: he bruh, was out there bruh, he, oh, he was out there tip dunking tip that,
0: that, Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's looking scary. That's looking scary. But uh, another player, and I I mean, I kind of I feel kind of wild saying this because it's kind of like he's already been in the league. So, like, him having an impact wouldn't be a, oh, this is an immediate thing. Max Struss of the Heat. Max Struss of the Heat. He looked, I mean, we all knew that this is going to be a guy that's just going <laughs> to jack up a lot of threes and all that. But again, I I am enamored by players who play good defense, especially in the summer league. Because it's uh, it is yes, you're playing against lesser skilled offensive players than you'll be seeing during the season. But the fact of the matter is when you have those guys, when you have a a Duncan Robinson and a Max trust to, to spread the floor, it helps you offensively. And defensively, the Heat are the Heat are the Heat. The Heat gonna figure it out defensively, no matter what's going on. So I mean, if you if you can find a way to put the ball in the basket out there in Miami, everything else will be okay. I think Max Struss is gonna help them do that uh right away.
2: Hey he about to have Kendrick Nunn minutes too, because he's gone. Yeah, yeah. All those minutes def- just open up. They lost Iggy, they lost Kendrick Nunn and they lost reason So there's minutes there for him to go get.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. As a wing, as a wing that is, again, he is not a great defender, but a willing defender. You put yourself in good position to get minutes on that heat team, especially like I already said, spreading the floor. That, I mean, you put yourself in a, a real good position there. So we're we're going we're going to move on from there to a, a team that I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know who they got in summer league because everybody on the team is is thirty five and up. Even though everybody said the Lakers are the old team, the Clippers, the Clippers made waves <laughs> with their trade of Pat Beverly. Uh, Pat Bev was traded for, let me make sure I got the facts on this straight. He was traded for, uh, Eric Bledsoe and, uh, he was traded for Eric Bledsoe and, uh, they also traded Rajon Rondo with him and Kawhi is signed to a three year plus player option for a fourth deal for 174. So there's that. So let me ask you all this. Did the Clippers just Clipper? And, And before we get into this, let me, let me just say this. I think that the Clippers are a lot like to basketball, what the Jets are to football. Yeah, Because they just make so many bad decisions. Like even when they have everything lined up perfect, something happens. There's going to be something. And you're just going to be like, yeah, it's the Clippers. They're going to Clipper. But anywho, did the Clippers just Clipper in this move? Or is this actually a good move? Or is this like a meh? By the
1: way, they saved $28 million. Angels. Even though this team has uh had some success, I would say the Clippers are the similarity of the Angels in baseball. Mm. I'm not saying that the Clippers are a bad team. Of course they have that curse to where like they're the Clippers, they're not going to win anything. But I think the Clippers, as opposed to like making long-term deals, I think right now they're trying to strive simply off of namesake like hey we had these guys that had like a name in a league five years ago as a core and they didn't work so let's go out and get like someone else to see if that works instead of realizing that like hey this thing might not work out full time so that that 28 million might be something that could work out for them long term we just haven't seen what they've done with it but from what we're seeing now as far as the roster moves they've made over the course of the past two three years the Clippers are just are, are just hoping that like even if we don't win with this group of veteran guys, maybe the names you got over here can can sell out these seats and get us some get us some jersey sales. That's what I'm seeing uh, from that roster right now.
0: I mean, listen, hopefully, hopefully, Ballmer gets all the the jersey sales and full stadiums that he can get because uh, this team ain't bringing you no ring, big dog. <laughs> this, much like a man with a gold tooth whose nickname is Slick, you ain't getting no ring off him. You ain't getting no <laughs> ring. It ain't happening. So I mean. It, Hey, I, I digress. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking about these moves, man? What are you thinking? Is this like a blah or is it, you know, good job on freeing up the money? What you think? we just talking about the trade right now, right?
2: Like that's yeah, just, just the trade. Yeah. Well, just is the
0: trade tra- and re-signing, re-signing Kawhi.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Re-signing Kawhi for one thing, you gave Kawhi too much control with that signing. When you sign Kawhi back, now nah, he can take his time coming back from that injury. You know him and Uncle Dennis like to just sit on the sideline. Sit in the box. They don't even sit on the sideline. They do didn't sit on the sideline. They sit in the box and watch the game. You gave Kawhi way too much. I wouldn't have done it. I would have gave him a one plus one and said, look, you come back and prove yourself. We'll give you another three-year deal. But not after an injury. We saw what you did to San Antonio. Fool me. J. Cole got a, no, no, no. What's his name? Got a line. Um, Fool me once. You, y'all know how I know. Y'all know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was yeah, Jay
2: Cole, Cole. Fool
0: me yeah, once, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you,
2: yeah. right? So I mean, y'all seen what he did to this and Y'all just fell for the same okie doke. I mean, but you know, Kawhi don't wear no emotions, so maybe he really do just be tricking people, <laughs> like you know, maybe. <laughs> but as far as the Bledsoe trade, I think it was wonderful. If you're going to get John off from the Rockets, because you freed up enough cap space if you trade Bledsoe. For John Wall, which the Rockets look like they might try to dump him off, because we got good pieces in Jalen Green and KPJ and Christian Wood to start building around. If you go go get John Wall, it makes perfect sense. John Wall coming off his second year of injury, he averaged twenty a game last year with the Rockets, nineteen twenty a game with the Rockets. He fits the defensive culture you're trying to build. It makes okay. perfect sense if you go get John Wall, or if you go sense. try to go if you go try to go get Bradley Beal, who says he's happy in Washington, you go try to get him. I mean, you already traded Russ. You know your team's going to be pretty pretty in the toilet this year with Kuzma's your second option. It's, it's I mean, it makes perfect sense. But are the Clippers going to do that? No, they're the Clippers. They're, they're Kuzma the Clippers.
0: Your second option
2: just sounds painful. That just sounds.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, no,
0: but you're no. absolutely right. The, the
2: Clippers not going to do that. They're going to be like, why are we going to get Bradley Bill if Paul George our shooting guard? Excuse me. Excuse me, Kawhi's Oof. not playing this year, so. that's. Paul George, Paul George should be a three. That that entire sentence stinks.
0: That oh my god, why would we go get Bradley Bill? We have that's Paul that's George.
2: Clipper that's Clipper logic though. Oof. That's Clipper logic. That's I hear Clipper. you, but that, that sentence they they really went to the Thunder and said, "Listen, Paul George put up five in the closeout game, and he played a great season. We want him. Russ put up forty, but he shot fifty shots." So we want Paul George. We don't. You want
0: know us. when you you know when you drive about a freeway and you like you you hit that dump like you pass that dump and like if your car not on the recycle air where it pulls air from the inside, it's <laughs> like it smacks you in the face. That's what that sentence was for me. Why get Brad Bill when we got Paul? Ew! Oh
2: my God! What a what a terrible word! <laughs> I'm saying was. they went and got Paul George after he laid that egg in the in the Thunder series against the Jazz. He laid that egg and they was like, no, bro, that's our guy. That's our guy. And then when he laid the egg, they was like, we
0: don't know what happened to Paul George. We don't know know exactly what what happened. Paul George, Paul George. Okay. (laughs) You know know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what Paul George do. Come on. You just, you literally got him for that reason. I'll I'll tell you this. They did. I, I think that the trade does not make sense to me if they don't go get another piece. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, And let me tell you why. You freed up $30 mil in luxury tax and, and salary cap, sure. But you still only have 8.75 left to go get somebody else if you're not gonna trade somebody else in, right? Like that, that's the reality here. So with that being said, w- like w- what is your end game? What do you gain if this is gonna be your your roster? Like, what do you gain? What did Eric Bledsoe bring you that um that uh Pat Bev and Rondo didn't? And I want y'all to think about this now. <laughs> the The Bucks win the finals, right? Holiday puts the clamps on CP3. And you know what the meme was? It was the picture of Snoop Dogg after he beat his case. And they said, Drew Holiday beating the Eric Bledsoe allegations. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Eric Bledsoe is cool and all, man. He's cool and all. I, I really, when he was back, like, right after he left the Kings, I really had, like, a lot of, lot of hype, a lot of belief in him, bro. I, I, right. He was he was the most overpowered player on 2K for years. That's what I'm saying. 2K it had me believing in him, bro. It had me <laughs> like, hey, bro. If this, if this who he is. You know what I mean? Little did I know, 2K was just a bad basketball game. But that's another story for another time. The fact of the matter is simple. Um, You did not get better with this trade, so... And you don't have the type of core where you're okay with not getting better. Like, if you're right. a really young team... You talked about the Rockets. The Rockets losing John Wall would make them a slightly worse team. We can agree to that, right? Yeah, yeah. But, it, I mean, it's not a greater cause. When you have... Exactly. You have the type of roster, it makes sense. Um, uh, Kawhi and those knees ain't going to last all the way through that contract. I'm sorry to
2: tell you. I'm sorry. Well, they will if he sit out a year this year, which I think he is. If he sit out this year, then you paying him for four years, technically, well, that, if you take the player option for three.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. If he sit out this year, then of course his knee's going to make it through because, I mean, you you <laughs> didn't really play the whole contract. Right. Like You was around, but you ain't played the whole contract. <laughs> so, I mean, I, uh, you know, that that's the situation with Kawhi. And Paul George is also—how old is Paul George? 30? Is he 30, 31? I mean older than that, I thought. You're you're no, not he thirty, thirty one. You're not looking at 31. a bunch of you're not looking at a bunch of spring chickens. That's that's my whole point and here. That is my
2: whole point. And you know, you know, point I point. thought that Clippers was gonna be aggressive and try to go get Kimball Walker because like if they would have got Kim Walker, I might have been a little scared. I might have been a little scared. Because that means Reggie is now a backup and Reggie at backup. Well, he probably started quite a like... He Reggie had backup? backup, man, I would have been pretty scared. But now you've got Reggie and Bledsoe. Like, any team rolling the Clippers, like, oh, we got Reggie and Bledsoe. That probably take He night got off. The,
0: he got the spark plug badge. He got that. You put him in. As soon as you put him in <laughs> off the bench, he'll make some shake. But that right. man is not meant to be your starter, bro. That is not supposed to be your starting one guard. That is just not how it's supposed to work. So, I mean, again, the Clippers are – you got Kawhi, who's probably not going to play next year. You got Paul George, who is 30 years old. And then who would you say is there the the third
2: option on that team at this Morris, point? Morris. Marcus Morris. If Marcus he signs Moore. back. I think he that, signed back, didn't he? Yeah. Marcus Marcus Morris is older than Paul George. Yeah. I mean, you asked me who the third. I mean, Serge Ibaka's still there, but, I mean, he got it, back problems.
0: <laughs> Serge Ibaka also older than 31. Like we're we're looking at a situation where you've got a bunch of old guys and you just made a trade that made your team worse. You have to bring back something because y'all are in win now. Terrence Mann is good. Terrence Mann ain't franchise changing good to where you're like, hey Terrence, we are gonna build around you in a couple years. He's not that. He's not right. That. Again, I could be proven wrong. Maybe it's just because they have too many wings over there and he ain't had the ability to show it yet. Sure. For those of you who listen to the podcast exclusively, there's a face I'm making right now that is very incredulous (laughs) of that claim. (laughs) But, I mean, that's what you're looking at there. So, I mean, you got an old roster. You didn't get better. And Eric Bledsoe is also a guy that's over 31. Like,
2: I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I said, if they use him to go get something else, like. And if you you compare them to your buddies across
0: the hall in Staples, yes, the Lakers are older. But you know what the Lakers also did? Every trade that they made, you could say, oh, their team got better there. Oh, they got better letting this guy go for this guy. You're not looking at that with the Clippers. You're looking at the Clippers like. Hey,
2: listen, to be honest with you, the first thing the Clippers owner, Steve Ballmer, should do, to fix some of their problems, why hasn't he got a new arena? Like the man is literally probably one of the richest owners in the league. Why is it's, hasn't a, it's, he it's one on the runner way runner? though, isn't it? I don't Are know. They, I think I think I thought this they, they I thought this, was they, I thought this was last uh, season in Staples. Good I don't know, man. Good I hope y'all. so because that's part of their problem right there. They they share an arena with a team that is a historic franchise. Like oh, hey, uh, never
1: mind. Uh, the, the Clippers new Inglewood Ibeck will be a one of a kind destination for basketball and live experiences. Construction of the new facility will begin in summer of 2021 and will become the home of the LA Clippers for the 2024-25 season.
2: Right. So they got
0: five. Four years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Oof. Oof. That's a, that's a tough deal. That's a – again, it just don't make sense. It don't make sense. And, and and if we're talking about things that don't make sense, Ben Simmons, stop being that girlfriend that is mad that you mad and not <laughs> everybody mad. I don't want to talk to nobody no more. I, somebody explain this Ben Simmons situation to me because I'm legitimately prepared. All right. He's not picking up any calls, no contact or communication with the team. Explain this to me. Somebody, Re- please. Re- really quickly before Chris gets into it, I'm looking for the, I'm looking at the mock-ups
1: for this new Clippers stadium. Uh, if you're living in a neighborhood, you better be ready to make some plans because the Jamba Juice is about to go up down the street from you in about two months.
2: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But anyway, anyway. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, I'll put it like this. From my understanding of it, it was reports I read. Apparently, Ben Simmons didn't like the fact that as soon as the game was over, it seemed like his name was in a lot of trade talks. And you know who his agent is. His agent is that agent. He walk in the door, you kinda upset. Like you don't want to see his agent out of every agent. You 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 wanna you wanna approach his agent with respect, but you don't wanna see that agent come through the door. Right. So basically he probably called Rich, like, look, what we gonna do about the situation? He like, don't talk to them. I'll talk to them. So I think Ben Simmons is like being ghosting them and, and showing them like, look, y'all want me gone, then make me gone. Like trade me somewhere and he giving he probably gonna get them destinations coming there in near, near the end of the summer, uh places that he prefers to go. And you know Daryl Murray, he probably ship him there if where he wanna go. That's just how Daryl Murray is. Oh my God! After
0: looking at that Clippers' new stadium, they ain't finna get a Jamba Juice. They finna get a Smoothie King over here. They finna get grandma and them finna get put out, boy. Hey, Starbucks on the way. Get out of here, all of y'all. Skedaddle. No, but I, I feel you, Chris. I absolutely feel you, man. I, I get, I, I. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I like because it. Here's here's my whole thing with Ben. Here's my whole thing with Ben, right? You have the physical tools. You have all of them. Yeah. You have every physical tool is there. To me, the ability to shoot is something that is purely based off of hard work. To me, the, and, and don't get me wrong, when I say the ability to shoot is purely based off hard work, right? So like, if a player runs a four six. If that player runs a 4'6 coming out of college, I can promise you, no matter what your coaches do, no matter what your strength and conditioning coaches do, no matter what your athletic trainers do, no matter how they fix his running gate or whatever the case may be, they're not going to become a 4-4 or 4-3 guy. That's not going to happen. That's not how speed works. You either have it or you don't. The ability to shoot, we have seen it in so many players. We've seen it in so many players. We saw Lonzo Ball come into the league after Ben, yeah. and be a bad shooter to start off. And Josh, you're a Lakers fan. You've been a fan of ZO since the beginning. Yeah. Was he a was he not a bad shooter in the beginning? He was a bad shooter, but the difference
1: is the difference is if Lonzo got the ball open, he was gonna shoot it.
0: But th- but that's that's my point. That's yeah. my whole point right there. The fact that he started off bad, heck, even if we look at LeBron, in the beginning of his career in Cleveland, he was a bad shooter. Teams would willingly, <laughs> hey, if we can stop forgetting to the lane, we'll be all right. Now, that's not to say that he wasn't going to knock him down every now and then. He wasn't going to have a good night where the, it, the shot would fall, but he was not a, a 35 40%. guy. he's that now. He's close to that range now. Yeah. Son, what are you doing, Trevor Ariza? Not a shooter, developed into a three and D guy. Son, this,
2: this, this. And the thing is, I'm so tired of this media, bro. Why we got to keep looking at Ben Simmons shooting and practice jams in the summertime? <laughs> I'm sick of it, bro. I'm sick of it. Like, if I see another video of Ben Simmons shooting in the gym and practice, why are y'all releasing these videos to the public? <laughs> why? Hey, listen. Every, every you- season, I get hyped up. Like, man, being going to shoot about five threes a game this year, man. I going to what. I'll tell you what.
0: This is something that somebody said on Twitter. And, and I, Twitter has a lot of nonsense and a lot of lies. But every now and then, you get that nugget of truth. They said when you see an NBA player running in that gym, their career is at an all time low. And they were not <laughs> lying. Because remember when Melo was out the league, he was in that gym every day, boy. Man. He was looking up every other day new, new clips of Melo in that gym. <laughs> new cl- Now we seeing Ben Simmons. Again, I, you have to, Andre Iguodala, not a good shooter to start his career. When he was with the 76ers, he was a a bad shooter. He was really bad. Damn. And he just got better over he time. He didn't even shoot the ball in Philly. And he just figured out, you know what? My game needs to transform. My game needs to develop. If Ben Simmons ben Simmons is the guy that everybody keeps saying you know it's that one member of your family that like they never do anything besides chill at the crib all day like, <laughs> play video games and all that everybody's like oh you know they was always a smart one when they when they put it together for real oh they're gonna be great they're gonna be something great oh they're gonna be something. he's 43 he's 43 auntie he's 43. he he ain't where he's reached the ceiling. oh why't uh, you leave that baby alone He's not a baby. He has babies. His babies <laughs> have babies. He's going to be a granddaddy. Leave him. I'm going to leave him alone, all right, and I'm going to send him on ARP. Ben Simmons is hitting that territory where we keep saying, why don't you leave that baby alone? Ben, you're a grown man, dog. If that team wants you going, good. Talk to him. Hey, listen, y'all want me going? I want to be going. Here's where I want to go. That's Let's that's the solution. At, the, at this point, there's it's no, it's no good way that
1: this could turn out with Ben Simmons being on Philly next year. Ben Simmons don't want to be there because the fans don't like him. His teammates don't like him. And then Philly, how is having Ben Simmons there? If you're pushing for a championship and, I mean, you got to be – and B can be the best player on the championship team, in my opinion. Absolutely. If he's healthy and B can be the best player, you got to move him. Even in this case for this one season, if you're trying to figure things out or anything like that, if if your asking price for Ben Simmons is too high – What's the downside in just saying, hey, let's get Ben Simmons out of here for a couple of picks or let's get Ben Simmons out of here for some role players? Because if you're looking at the playoffs, Seth Curry had a better playoffs than Ben Simmons. So if you trade him for some role players or some draft picks, has Seth has Seth started the point You guard still
2: have team. Tobias there and Danny Green. It's not like you got a bunch of scrubs running with But If, if, you, if you look at the starting lineup, if you,
1: if you put a Seth, Maxie, uh, Danny Green, Tobias, and MB, that's still that's still a three seed knees. I'll tell you what.
0: Exactly. If, they, if if I'm Daryl Morey, if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm going to the Wizards. I'm saying I'll give you him. Just give me Bill in the first. That's
2: all I want. Just give me Bill in the first. Man, if they yeah, contracts match they, up, they, give they, me yeah. Bill. They not. They not. They not gonna do that though. They not. But the, the Wizards yeah. not. <laughs> if well,
1: they contracts you know, match up, shoot. If it's if if I can get Dame or Bill, I give you Simmons and some picks for one of them. At this point, we trying to win.
0: Exactly.
2: I'm
1: for
0: out. that. Yeah. Hear me out. Ben Simmons is only 25 years old. How old is Bradley Bill?
2: I think he's 32 or 30. 30 or 32. 100.
0: Now you telling me that that don't make more
2: sense for the Wizards?
0: If I mean I I'm a i am I get it. No, uh, Bill, Bill, Bill 28. If 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 you're the Wizards and you're saying either way, we're gonna be bad, but let's work this thing out so that for the future we get better, right? Everybody keeps telling us Kuzma's going to be this great thing once he gets more touches. He's going to be Jason Tatum-ish <laughs> once he gets more touches. Great. Good. Put Ben Simmons over there. Ben don't want to shoot the ball anyway. Give Kuzma them, the finishing, the ability to finish, the ability to get all the touches he want. Boom, boom, boom. You're good there. Bro. You are putting yourself in position. And guess what? You're going to be bad next year. So you know what that means? You, you might not. end up in the Chet Holmgren lottery. You know <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: If I'm Philly bro You know who got the pieces Low key to get the Like both teams And win a lot in the deal A lot Why not holler at the Kings And say Let me get De'Aaron Fox Off you For him You know you know, and I, I, De'Aaron Fox and Marley Bradley for Ben Simmons. I was just about to say, if, it, you, it get, would be if you get the That would be Marvin, solid for both teams. Both teams would be solid because he ain't got to shoot with the Kings because it's a lot of players on the Kings that At, are going to get their shots. After Ben Simmons gave you four
1: points in a playoff game, it's no better revenge than to send that man to Sacramento.
2: Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord. oh my lord! I hey, know Barksdale hey, going crazy. Hey, hey, nah, I know, I know, I I know I, crazy. I know y'all do. I know y'all knew, knew, knew He's gonna get the, the kings in here. Big gonna be looking at Luke like, bro, you don't do no better than me either. Like, I don't know why you over here talking about I'm scared I'm to the, shoot. I'm scared to shoot. You scared to coach. We both scared. <laughs> we both scared. <laughs> we both scared, scared. Yeah, coach, so, I'm being like you. <laughs> it's, it's it's a tough situation. But I'm I'm not understanding Ben's perspective at all. And trust me, y'all know me. I'm as pro player as they come. I'm when it's time, whenever I can find the angle to take the player's side, I will. There's nothing here to make mm-hmm. sense. You gave him four points in the yeah. playoff game. Yeah. You know what Ben Simmons doing right now? What?
1: Since he has such high stock in Philly, you know when your girl do something and mess up and you mad at her, and instead of apologizing, she get mad at you for being mad. That's the,
0: that's that's what Miss is doing right now. She said she all said right, you mad. Right. Everybody gonna be mad. All and all right, listen. <laughs>
2: Being 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 Pass passing B, I was like, I heard what you said in the press conference when they when they was when they was dogging me. And you up here talking about what you think to trade the trading point, turning point. You get yeah, all, but say my name. All you gotta do is say when Ben Simmons passed up a dunk for Mac. Uh, <laughs> but you but you know
0: the sick part about it. You know the sick part about it. If you watch that game and B did not lie, no, B did not, no, lie. not at all. All he had to do. Trey Young was under the rim. All three of us are taller than Trey. I All ain't going to lie, bro. I, I
2: ain't going to lie, bro. I ain't dunked in probably two years, bro. I would have, two years ago, I would have I would have flushed. I would have flushed bro, on Trey.
0: Because I'm I putting do, it up. Because I have <clears> two <throat> surgically repaired Achilles, I no longer have the ability to dunk either. If you put Trey Young under the basket, near me. And I've got the ball. Oh, I'm going to throw something up at the rim. I'm throwing it in I'm a vicinity gonna... of the glass.
1: Something is going up.
2: <laughs> like, if he and missed the not, shot. That's not even
1: that. He was so close. You palm the ball and just put it up there,
2: bro. Bro, he's 16. He is thin his arm. Let's say he had, he had eight, nine. He had eight, nine. he is thin his arm. Yeah, I, again, I, I don't understand it.
0: I don't understand what that pass to Matisse-Tybo was about. And the sickest part is you could feel the energy leave that 76ers team uh-huh. in that moment. You could feel the whole team just like, Huh? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? And it's 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 a shame. It's a sin and a shame. And Josh, you try to explain this to me because I don't get it. It, it. Can we? Is there any defense to offer for Ben at this point? Because at this point, I think we all agree it's nonsense. Is there any defense? And, and maybe you know what? And I'm, I'll say this. I'll say this. Maybe in Ben's defense, it's not fun to see your team talk about you getting traded, and it's not fun to hear your star or the, the leader of the team, who you are second in command to, say, like, yeah, he's the reason. But, like, yeah, other than that, I don't – because even then, the play justifies what they're saying. They're not making something up. So, I mean, it's – No, it's,
1: it's, at this point, it's just a matter of um, – At this point, it's honestly just a matter of Ben Simmons had the whole world handed to him as a player, and I just don't think he's worked on this game. It's been his, his – career trajectory has been nothing but downhill since when he had potential to be if you just look at his his skill set and and his body and the way that he plays the game there's no reason that we shouldn't be having a conversation that like jordan kobe lebron it possibly could have been ben simmons after that like he has all the tools for that to be a thing. there's
0: there's no possibly the man is six nine he is a a terror he is a menace he is a disgusting defender whoever yeah. he's checking they in the torture chamber. You got to You got to find multiple screens, except, uh, uh, except Trey Young, obviously Trey Young had really, his number. But, <laughs> but wait a minute, wait a minute. If you watch that series, when he was defending Trey, one up, yeah, It was yeah. in the torture chamber. Trey, yeah, it was not-
2: it was more so Nate outcoaching uh, Doc because he had Trey Young on coming off screens, coming off ball fake. Exactly. So exactly. it was more so that, but. Trey Young also, he was talking cra- like when you got somebody six foot talking crazy, somebody six nine, you in their head. He was in being head if you would rewatch that series because he was talking insane to Phil. Like, if he would have won, we probably would have to have a show just about Trey Young, how much he talked about himself after after that game. Mm, mm. See, see, they in, the,
0: they in the comments agreeing with me that he might need to go on to, to Washington. Mm. He might need to go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, it would make sense. Anywho, the, the fact of the matter is simple, man. Ben, you have no ground to stand on. When a player has, when you can do stuff like this when you got leverage, when you got leverage to do so. Like, if you went out there and put up some crazy, you put up 25, 8, and 8, and like your team just failed you, and B didn't show up, Tobias didn't show up, uh, Danny Green didn't show up, Seth didn't show up, you was the only one. It makes sense. It's <laughs> right. like, all right. I get it, bro. You let Kevin Herter outscore you. <laughs> that boy
1: Rick Astley was giving them buckets.
0: Bruh, never gonna give you up. <laughs> never gonna let you down. The buckets. I, <laughs> man, you just sometimes you just gotta acknowledge what's going on. You gotta see the part that you play in the nonsense, and you gotta realize, like. I feel like Ben Simmons is one of them dudes that like regardless of what happened in his life, his family was always like, nah, it's somebody else. Like, like he, when he was failing class at LSU, they was like, man, the professor's not teaching you right for real. <laughs> nah, that's what's going on. Like if a girl dump, she just stupid, baby. She don't know what's going on. He cheated on her 26 times. Uh, she all right. My my husband cheated on me. Twenty six. We fine. We fine. And if he cheated on me the twenty seven, I'm gonna stick beside him. Like that. That must have been the case here, cause it. This don't make no sense, dog. If I'm Ben Simmons, I'm covering my head. I'm, hey, bro. Do you want to come back to Philly? If Philly want to have me, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they right. want to
2: have me, right? Listen, it's gonna get to a point where they only gonna be able to get a couple picks. And, and a bad draft, like, because this draft was deep. So this was the draft where you want to trade Ben for some picks. This was the draft to do so. Next draft, it's okay. But the draft after that, it really ain't nothing. So, or nothing yet, I say.
0: Man, again, if, if I'm Ben Simmons, I'm, I'm straightening up and flying right. And whatever Philly say I got to do to get right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because at the end of the day, You don't have the leverage. Like, everybody knows exactly what you are. What you are is a very good player. It's not a great player. It's not a great player. Right. It's it's just not. Your mentality will not allow you to be great. If I'm you, if I'm you, I'm saying, you know what? They keep running Trey off all these screens. We can run me off a screen, too. And I could be on the block with Trey. But we saw what happens when you get on the block with Trey. You look for Matisse type. <laughs>
2: That's what happens. That's what... I, I, he gotta go to the Kings, bro. I just thought about it, bro. Trey on the block, being with he was coming with full momentum, too. Like Trey was standing like this, and Ben That's... was coming full momentum. Yeah, bro. Remember, remember,
0: he go remember to when he got the ball, he got the ball off somebody dishing it to him. He wasn't driving. Trey was literally turned around to see him and threw his hands up late. Trey wasn't <laughs> even there. It wasn't, it wasn't even like he caught at the all. it wasn't even like he caught the ball and Trey was like right on him, like hey bro, what, where you going? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Bro, Trey was standing under the rim looking like an easy poster. <laughs> in 2K, in 2K, if you hit that right trigger and that right analog stick up, he's yamming.
1: Oh yeah, you know? yo, your fearless finisher badge popping up in the corner for sure.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. he putting his arm in the rim on that young man but 2k is not real life as we have learned a million times over mm. and uh, yeah Ben Simmons is very unreluctant to shoot I, I, ooh, it's 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 tough times it's tough times in Philly so fellas what do y'all think is he, they're actually going to end up getting for him? and then this is going to be the last thing before we get out of here but what do y'all think they're actually going to get for Ben
1: Man, uh, at this point, Philly's asking price is too high. And I I think, even though they have a new GM, I just think the Trinidad team, they've been too set in their ways the past few seasons. I think we start next season with Ben Simmons as a 76er, and then they kind of just navigate the season to see if they can, you know, up his his trade stock.
0: But see, mm, you know what? I'm not even going to say nothing about that. Chris, what do you think? What do you think this, this um, saga plays out of? I
2: I think a deal happens before the season starts. Um the only only reason why I'm real confident in that is because another team that's been delaying that that they need to make moves is Portland. Portland's another team that's like, listen, if y'all don't make no move, Dame really might finally break that loyalty curse and ask out of here. Like, they haven't done anything to that roster to make Dane be like, okay, all right, y'all trying, I'm going to stay. Like, they haven't done anything. They've so, gotten exponentially worse. They've gotten worse. Mm. They lost Melo, who was their third or they third fourth cancer. lead scorer. And mm. cancer. And so, uh, they lost Zach Collins, didn't they? Yeah, they lost Zach Collins,
1: too. And replaced him with Tony Snell.
0: I mean, not, Tony Stell is really good at shooting free throws, guys. He has not missed <laughs> a free throw since LeBron missed the playoffs. Man, okay, well, maybe ten. that's not enough. Maybe Seven that's not free
2: enough. throws a season. Maybe, maybe that's not enough. Maybe that's not enough. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. listen, listen. Listen. So, I really think Portland and them, either it's going to be Dame or CJ, one of them going to go to uh, Philly and the other going to go to Portland. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, right? Right. They're both teams they've they been holding up on their deal for the longest they both need a blockbuster trade immediately so
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you it would make sense it would make sense that as soon as Chauncey get there you break that team up and <laughs> well, that man dirty uh, well Chauncey I don't know what happened huh? anywho I know y'all tired of us talking about Ben Simmons and angry girlfriends and preseason sports but come on back next week and a week after that and a week after that peace and love y'all Yeah, no.